uh, not just hear this this stuff today, Lord, but really seek to apply it to our lives, Lord. Yo pido que tu espíritu se mueva para que podamos aplicar estas cosas a nuestras vidas. In Jesus' name I pray, Lord. En nombre de Jesús. Amen. So uh, a lot of you guys know that we're using CTO as a as a way to as a discipleship tool here in this church. Muchos de ustedes saben que estamos usando el curso CTO para y ese es el método principal que estamos utilizando para este discipular a las personas aquí en la iglesia. So a big part of of going through CTO di- discipleship the, the first part of the program is is reconciling relationships. La primera parte del curso es este reconciliando relaciones. And uh, I've been taking it uh, taking I've gone through it with my wife and I've been taking some other people through it and and it's been amazing. I wish I could sí. share all the stories of just what God's been doing and reconciling relationships. Lo he repasado con mi esposa y otras personas y ha, el resultado ha sido increíble como Dios lo ha usado. And so as I started taking other people through it, God started convicting me that I had some relationships that I, I needed to reconcile. Y tomando este curso, el Señor me ha enseñado que hay personas con las cuales yo tengo que reconciliar esa relación con ellos. And so I began uh, praying about it and, and even, you know, making some calls, some people that I needed to talk to and, and confess sin and ask for forgiveness. Sí, empecé a orar y a hablar a esas personas y por medio de teléfono, etcétera, y para pedir este perdón. And I had one relationship, uh, a, a relationship with my stepfather that I thought, like, I, I thought I would never, ever speak with him again. Tuve una, una relación con mi padrastro y yo pensaba que jamás iba a hablar con él. And so this past weekend, uh, I was at one of my nephew's birthday party and he was there. Este fin de semana fui a la fiesta de un sobrino y él estaba allí. And uh, you know, I went right to him and and praise God, you know that that we were able to talk and I shook his hand and and he met my daughters for the first time. Y fui gracias a Dios que pues sí que me dio la mano y que conoció a, a mis hijas por la primera vez. And you know, we talked a little bit small talk during the party and and uh, and I was, I knew like in my spirit God was saying that I needed to go to him and seek to reconciliation. Y me puse a hablar con él y estaba pues sí charlando con él y el Señor me me dijo, no, que tengo que me tengo que reconciliar con él. So we had some conflict with one another uh, about 12 years ago and we hadn't spoken. Tuvimos este then. tuvimos un conflicto hace 12 años y no habíamos este hablado desde ese ese punto. And and so at the end of the party, I, I I went up to him and you know said said bye and and I and I said hey I I just want to confess you know twelve we haven't spoken for twelve years and I just want to know if you'll forgive me for for how I had how I had sinned against him twelve years ago. Y después de la fiesta, este, hablé con él y le pedí perdón de cómo mi comportamiento hace doce años y le pedí perdón. You know, and, and I, I went, and he said, oh yeah, you know, I forgot about it, but I said, but will you forgive me? Mi padrazo dijo, no, ya se me olvidó, pero yo dije, ¿me perdonas? And so I, I praise God that he forgave me. Que doy gracias a Dios que él me perdonó. You know, now I don't anticipate we're going to be best friends ever, but it, but it was great to have that, that a clear conscience before God that I had, uh, had sought and, and confessed you know my part of the sin. 
no es decir que yo pienso que vamos a ser este, amigos, buenos amigos, pero mi conciencia estaba limpia. And so that's what, that's what I want to talk to us about today because I think we probably all have someone like that, someone that, you know, maybe was once close and, and we need to reconcile with. Y de eso quiero hablar hoy porque tal vez algunos de ustedes tienen alguien así que necesitan reconciliarse con ellos. You know, it could be a distant relative, it could be a friend, or it could even be your spouse right now. Puede ser este un pariente, un amigo, o tal vez tu esposo o esposa. So that, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about reconciliation. So open up to Mark chapter 11 for 25. We're going to look at a few Bible verses. Vamos a abrir nuestras Biblias a Marcos capítulo 11, versículo 25. And so I, I just want to give you some principles uh, on forgiveness. Yo les quiero dar algunos principios bíblicos sobre el perdón. If you need a Bible, we got some Bibles on that back table over there. Si necesitan una Biblia, allá están las Biblias en la mesa de atrás. So Mark 11:25 says, and we just I actually just preached this a couple weeks ago, and I didn't have much time to, to talk about this, but it says, whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven may forgive your trespasses. Marcos 11:25 dice, y cuando estén orando, si tienen algo contra alguien, perdónenlo, para que también su Padre que está en el cielo les perdone a ustedes sus pecados. Right. So why are we why are we to forgive? Well, we're commanded de, to forgive people. ¿Por qué debemos de perdonar? Right. Primero porque es un mandamiento del Señor. When am I to forgive? Well, this scripture tells us whenever we pray. ¿Y cuándo deberíamos de perdonar? Dice aquí, cada vez que oremos. Right? And if you remember, scripture tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5:17 through 18 that that we're to pray without ceasing. And so if we're to pray without ceasing, we're supposed to also forgive without ceasing. Acuérdense que dice en Primera Tesalonicenses capítulo 5 versículos 17 al 18 que dice, Oren sin cesar, den gracias a Dios en toda situación, porque esta es su voluntad para ustedes en Cristo Jesús. Entonces en cuanto siempre estamos orando, siempre deberíamos estar perdonando. And it says, this is the will of God for you. It's the will of God that you would pray without ceasing and that you would forgive without ceasing. Es la voluntad de Dios que demos gracias y que oremos sin cesar y también perdonar sin cesar. Right? The scriptures tell us there's no limit to the amount of forgiveness that we should give a person. It tells us we should forgive 70 times 7, which is a, a metaphor for endless forgiveness. Sí. Que la Biblia nos dice que no debe, debería de haber algún límite a nuestro perdón. Es como dice las Escrituras que debería, Jesús dijo que 70 por 7, o sea, es una metáfora que significa que es sin límite, right. el número de las veces que deberíamos de perdonar. Right, and who's, who are we supposed to forgive? Well, this tells us anyone that we have, anyone that we have anything against. ¿A quién deberíamos de perdonar? Pues aquí dice, cualquier persona que tiene algo uh, contra él. So we're supposed to forgive anyone, everyone that sins against us. Deberíamos de perdonar cualquier persona que peca en contra de nosotros. And, and then it tells us why do we forgive, right, at the end. Nos dice por qué deberíamos de perdonar. So that we can be forgiven. Para que nosotros seamos perdonados. Right, because when we're harboring 
unforgiveness, it, it reveals something about our belief in the gospel. Cuando mantenemos es, esa, esa actitud de no perdonar, estamos, este, no estamos entendiendo algo del Evangelio. Right? If we're not, we're, not being, we're not able to forgive, we're not grasping the gospel, we're not believing, we're not receiving the grace that Jesus offers. Si no perdonamos es que no estamos comprendiendo la gracia que Jesús ofrece. We aren't remembering the, the radical grace and forgiveness that God gives us, sinners. No nos recordamos de la gracia que Dios nos dio a nosotros, pecadores. Right, so if you can't forgive, you have a, a problem with your faith. Si no puedes perdonar, tienes, tienes un problema con tu fe. Right. When we understand that, that we're sinners, and the only thing we deserve before God is His wrath, cuando entendemos que somos pecadores y lo único que merecemos es su ira, right, su enojo, it, it enables us to forgive others, right? If God gave me what I don't deserve, I can give them what they don't deserve. Si Dios nos capacita para nosotros que recibimos lo que no merecíamos, para, para, para alguien que peca contra nosotros, podemos tener perdón right, we, hacia we, ellos. We can see that I'm no better than the person that, that I'm called to forgive. You know, God forgave me just like I need to forgive them. Que yo no soy mejor que la otra persona. Así como Dios me perdonó a mí, yo puedo perdonar a la otra persona. Right, so thankfulness for the gospel, thankfulness for God's forgiveness will move us to forgive. Tienes un agradecimiento con el Evangelio y eso nos impulsa a perdonar. Look at Matthew 5.23 with me. Miren Mateo 5:23. It says here if you're offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Mateo 5:23 al 24 dice, por lo tanto, si estás presentando tu ofrenda en el altar y allí recuerdas que tu hermano tiene algo contra ti, deja tu ofrenda allí delante del altar. Ve primero y reconcíliate con tu hermano, luego vuelve y presenta su, tu ofrenda. Right, so this, this scripture has given us a picture of we're coming before God to worship him, to offer our worship to him. Este versículo no, nos dice, que, nos da la imagen que veni, como que estamos viniendo al Señor para adorarlo. Right, and then you're, you're about to worship God and you remember, man, I have unreconciled relationships. I, I got something I need to work out with someone. Someone has something against me. Que vienes delante del Señor y te acuerdas, oh, que tengo un, alguna relación que tengo que reconciliar, que alguien tiene algo en contra de mí. Right, this is communicating how urgent it is that we reconcile our relationships. Esto está comunicando la urgencia con la cual debemos ir y reconciliar esta relación. Right, the, how... how uh, And this is a this is a difficult one, right? Because this is someone who you haven't necessarily sinned against, but they have something against you. Eso es difícil porque se trata de alguien que tiene algo en contra de, de ti. Y tal vez se las podemos poner. They have something against que ellos tienen algo en contra de ti, pero tú no hiciste nada right? contra our, de ellos. Because our pride says, well, I didn't do nothing to them. They're, they're mad at me for no reason. I don't know what their problem is. Forget them. I don't need that. Go to them. Nuestro orgullo dice, no, pues yo no hice nada en contra de ellos, allá ellos. 
don't know if that's how you think, but no sé si that's así piensan ustedes, pero right? así pienso I'll yo. just be honest, right? If we're honest, we probably all think that way. Si somos honestos, todos pensamos así. But Jesus is saying, no, before you worship me, this is so urgent in your life, you need to go to them before you come. Dice Jesús que antes de venir a adorarme, es urgente que vayas y que seas reconciliado con esa persona. Right, go extend my love and, and my forgiveness and my mercy to that person. Ve y extiende mi gracia y mi misericordia. Right, be, hum- be willing to be humble and to listen and admit your faults. Estar dispuesto a ser humilde y tal vez aceptar nuestro error. Right, and this is important because unforgiveness will harm all of our relationships. Que el no perdonar eso va a afectar todas nuestras relaciones. Right, it, it affects our relationship with God, our relationship with ourselves even, and our relationship with others. Que afecta nuestra relación con Dios, con uno mismo y con los demás. Right, that, that's why God wants us to go deal with it before you worship me, because if you got a, a lot of unreconciled relationships, that's getting in the middle of your relationship with God. Por eso es que Dios quiere que hagamos esto porque afecta eh, no solamente a los demás, pero primordialmente este, nuestra relación con Dios. Right, so unforgiveness doesn't break our, our union with God, our relationship with Him, but it'll, it'll harm our communion with God. Que esto no va a afectar este, nuestra unión con Dios, pero va a afectar nuestra comunión con Él. Right, have you ever been with two people that you know that they're, they're fighting? ¿Han estado, ¿Han estado ustedes con alguien, con una pareja que saben que están discutiendo? Right, you're, you're sitting at a, at a meal with them and, and they're not talking and you're trying to have conversation and it's just really awkward. Sí, que estás con ellos en la mesa, tal vez cenando y ves que no están hablando y te sientes este raro. Right, other people's unresolved conflict affects everyone, right? El conflicto no resuelto afecta, te afecta a ti. Right, so that's how it can affect you and God. Y así afecta tu relación con Dios. Right, so, Dios. so we we need to practice forgiveness regularly to keep our communion with God open. Por eso tenemos que practicar el perdón para tener nuestra relación con Dios abierta. Right, we need to deal with our horizontal relationships that affect our vertical relationship with God. Tenemos que tratar con nuestras relaciones horizontales y así eso afecta nuestra relación vertical con Dios. All right, so it affects our relationship with God. It affects our uh, it affects our relationship with ourselves. Y también afecta la relación con uno mismo. Look at Hebrews 12:15. Vamos a voltear a Hebreos 12:15. This has been a wow, it, it, important verse to me lately. Esto ha sido un versículo impactante para mí recientemente. It says in Hebrews 12, See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. Hebreos 12.15 dice, Asegúrense de que nadie deje de alcanzar la gracia de Dios, de que ninguna raíz amarga brote y cause dificultades y corrompa a muchos. Right, when we're, when we're holding on to unforgiveness and, and bitterness, it can defile our lives and defile all our relationships. Cuando tenemos esa actitud de no perdonar, está, nos, nos estamos corrompiendo. Defile our marriage, defile our kids because it's defiling us. Está corrompiendo aún nuestro matrimonio, nuestra relación con nuestros hijos. Right? Have you ever been around a person that's just really bitter? 
han estado alrededor de alguien que una persona amargada. Right. They're not usually a joy to be around, right? Y ustedes saben que no son un gozo no estar alrededor de ellos, ¿verdad? Right. And they're, and they're holding on to bitterness because, you know, they want to make that other person pay or they want revenge, but it's, it's ruining them. It's ruining their own life. Tienen esa amargura porque quieren vengarse de la otra persona que le hicieron mal, pero el resultado es que se están arruinando a ellos mismos. Right, so Hebrews is warning us about being defiled by bitterness. Entonces aquí la escritura nos dice que, que la amargura que no nos afecte, que no nos corrompa. Right, and it affects our relationships with others. Y nos afecta, afecta nuestras relaciones con los demás. So I want to show you just a, a little visual representation. Les quería enseñar este, una imagen. So this is a, a double-sided brick wall here. Este es un muro de dos paredes de, hechas de ladrillo. And so when we sin against one another and we don't confess and, and we don't repent and we don't reconcile, we're building up a wall between our relationships one brick at a time. Que cuando no nos perdonamos los unos a los otros y retenemos esa, esa misericordia, estamos como así construyendo un muro este, los unos con los otros. Right, when we, when we lie, cuando mentimos, cuando mentimos, ponemos un ladrillo. When we're selfish to one another, we put up a brick. Cuando somos egoístas, ponemos un ladrillo. Right, when we, when we uh, are, are nagging one another, we cuando put up a brick. Cuando estamos renegando, ponemos otro ladrillo. When we're lazy or unloving or controlling, we're, we're putting up bricks. Cuando somos perezosos, ponemos un ladrillo. And so each one of us in, in a relationship can, can put up bricks between each other. Entonces, este, podemos construir un muro así. Right? And, and then, you know, other, other bigger sins can put up, you know, more bricks quick, quicker, right? Y otros pecados más grandes pueden poner hasta más ladrillos. Wouldn't it be nice to blow up that wall? No sería impactante no poder este, derrumbar ese, ese muro. Right, I want to tell you how to tear down that wall. Yo les voy a enseñar cómo derrumbar el muro. Right, it's going to come through confession. It's going to come through forgiveness. Va a venir por, por medio de la confesión y el perdón. Right, it's going to come from being humble enough to admit our, our faults. Va a venir por medio de ser tan humildes que reconocemos nuestros errores. Right, and forgiveness is hard because forgiveness is costly. El perdón es difícil porque el perdón es costoso. Forgiveness re, uh, requires a, a dying to self. El perdón requiere un morir al yo. Right, one way you can think about it, if, if someone comes to your house, and let's say you have an antique amp, a lamp, and it's your favorite lamp, and they break it. Vamos a suponer un ejemplo, que tenemos una lámpara ¿no? eh, muy antigua, y, este, y vengo a la casa... Y la quiebro. When that happens, you, you, have, you have to choose to make them pay for the lamp, right? Or forgive them. Cuando pasa eso, tengo dos opciones. Una para cobrarte, otra para perdonarte. Right? If, 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 you, uh, if you make them pay for it, it costs you nothing. Si tú les cobras, no te cuesta nada. But if you choose to forgive them, it costs you because you either got to pay to buy another lamp or... Or you got to live without a lamp. Si los perdonas, te cuesta a ti porque tienes que comprar otra o aguantar pues no tener una lámpara. Right, so forgiveness is costly because we pay the price. 
el perdón es costoso porque nosotros pagamos el precio. Right, just like Christ absorbed the wrath of God on our behalf, right? The wrath of the Father on our behalf. Así como Cristo tomó la ira de Dios sobre sí mismo. Right, when we choose to forgive, we, we, we absorb that pain. Cuando elegimos a perdonar, este, recibimos ese dolor. Right, so it's a, it's, forgiveness is a, why Christ is it's so important to God is because it's a picture of the gospel. El perdón es tan importante porque es un retrato, una imagen del evangelio. Right? How can Christians proclaim the forgiveness of Christ and then not be able to forgive people? ¿Cómo pueden los cristianos proclamar el perdón de Dios si ellos no perdonan? Right? So a, a forgiveness really like I was talking about earlier shows how much you really believe and trust in the gospel. El mostrar perdón muestra no la confianza que tienes el evangelio. All right. And in forgiveness is I wrote here changing your attitude towards the offender. El perdón es cambiar tu actitud hacia el ofensor. Right. When you understand God's forgiveness. Cuando entiendes el perdón de Dios hacia ti. So here here's my challenge and and I, you know I'm going to give you some time to pray about this but I want you to you know I pray that I hope that you have that one person in your your mind your heart right now. Yo tengo un, un reto para ustedes y yo sé que cada uno de ustedes tienen alguien tan siquiera en su mente de la cual están pensando ahorita. And I want you to follow these steps and, and, and that I'm going to give you with this person and, and I'm not just saying just do one, start with one. Y aquí les voy a decir algunos pasos y este que comiencen con un paso. So the first thing I want you to do is forgive them. Lo primero que quiero que hagan es perdonarlos. And some for us, may, it might be a, a, a person that we have a, a long list of, of ways that they've hurt us. Y tal vez esta persona es una persona con la cual tenemos una lista bien larga de las ofensas que han cometido en contra de nosotros. And so if there's been a long pattern of, of someone's sin against you, I, I'd encourage you to, to write those write those things out. Si esta persona tal vez tiene un patrón no de, de ofenderte, este que lo escriban. Right to to pray and ask God to to reveal and, and try to lay out everything you can possibly para orar al Señor y que te revele no todo lo que piensas acerca de esa persona. And then what I want you to do is is pray through it and forgive them for each one of those. Y lo que deberían hacer es orar y perdonarlos. And when you get through with that, praying through it, I want you to tear it up and throw it in the trash. Ya cuando tengan esa lista larga y los han perdonado, que lo tiren en la basura. And so that this this exercise is helpful because you can you can look back to the day. You know, I can look back. No, that was the day I I forgave them. Y haciendo eso es una buena práctica, no porque pueden decir, oh, en tal fecha. Perdone a esta persona. Right, so so when they sin again, you can say, no, I already forgave them. Y cuando pecan otra vez, right. tú puedes decir a ti mismo, no, ya los perdoné. I'll forgive them again. Y los perdonaré otra vez. All right, so I want you to do that, and then uh, after you do that, you you gotta decide, I'm not gonna bring this thing up anymore. Y después de perdonarlos, tienes que decir que ya no les voy a mencionar esto. I'm not going to talk to everyone about it. No, gossip. No, no voy a chismear acerca del asunto. Right, and I'm not going to dwell on their sin against me no longer. 
I'm not going to have a pity party. Y no meditaré sobre ese pecado y no buscaré que me tengan lástima. Right, because the temptation is after we forgive someone, it's, it's to, you know, the wall, we tear down the wall and to want to pick up the bricks and throw them at them. Una tentación del perdón es que perdonamos a la persona, derrumbamos el muro, pero la tentación es construir el muro de nuevo. All right, so if someone, if there's some really hard situations and you need help, we would love to be here for you as pastors. Si tienen alguna situación difícil, con mucho gusto no que vengan a los pastores. We have some really good resources. We have some what are called forgiveness checklists that can help you think through these things. Tenemos muchos recursos. All right, so I want you to forgive. The second thing I want you to do is, is confess. I want you to confess how you have responded sinfully towards them or how you yourself have sinned towards them. Entonces, bueno, la primera cosa es perdonar y la segunda es confesar y tal vez confesar como tú has actuado hacia la otra persona. Right, confess your, your bitterness, confess, confess your harsh words. Confesar tu amargura o tal vez tus palabras duras. Right, even confess... It may be your indifference. You know, they hurt you and you said, forget them. I don't need to talk to them anymore. O tal vez confesar tu indiferencia que dices que te han pecado en contra de ti. Tú dices, no, allá ellos. So I want you to, again, you can make another list and confess how you've sinned against them and, and confess it to God first. Pueden hacer una lista de cómo se sienten y confesar esto a Dios. And then what I want you to do is, then I want you to, Go to that person and confess your sin to them. Y la otra cosa es buscar esta persona y confesar tu pecado a ellos. Right, this brings up the third thing, right? That's part of the seeking of reconciliation. Y esto llega al tercer punto, que buscar la reconciliación. Now, when you go to them, you're going only to confess your sin to that person. Cuando vas a esa persona, vas solamente para confesar tu pecado. You're not expecting anything from them because you've already forgiven them. No tienes algún, ninguna expectativa, expectativa de la otra persona. And when we're dealing with reconciliation with other people, we can't change people, right? We, we can't force them to, to want to forgive or reconcile or, or even admit their sins. So all we can deal with is our relationship between God and, and then our own responsibility. Sí, que cuando buscamos el cuando confesamos o buscamos la reconciliación tenemos que tener en mente que no podemos cambiar a la otra persona pero lo que importa es este nuestra conciencia hacia Dios y que uno ha intentado ha hecho un esfuerzo para reconciliarse con la otra persona right so you're going to go to them you're going to confess your sin without any expectations from them because you've already forgiven y que vas a confesarás tu pecado sin esperar que ellos te te perdonen and I'd encourage you to do, you know, not to text message the person, right? This is not a Facebook message kind of thing. Yo sugiero que no los textes. I'd encourage you face-to-face -face or, or a phone call. Yo sugiero cara a cara <coughs> o por teléfono. And especially if it's, you know, maybe some kind of violence or, or a sexual sin, you probably want to do a phone call. Tal vez si es este, algún acto violento o un pecado sexual, que lo, yo sugiero que lo hagan por teléfono. Right. So the wrong approach is to, to go to the person and say, I, I'm sorry that I yelled at you because you've been a jerk my whole life. Y no, right? no se vayan a dirigir a esta persona, oh, perdóname porque te hablé mal porque tú fuiste un descarado conmigo. Right, so we don't take our, our subtle jabs at them. Que así 
pueden oír nuestras este, ofensas útiles hacia ellos. So when we go to them, we're specific. Will you forgive me for and, and name how you sinned against? Cuando hablamos con ellos, es ir con es ser específicos con ellos. Will you forgive me for? Me perdonas por x razón. Har harboring bitterness. Por eh, tener amargura hacia ti. Will you forgive me for not talking to you for ten years? Me perdonas por no no hablar contigo por diez años. Right? Will you forgive me for how I I, I I yelled at you and cussed you out that day. Perdóname por este que te grité. Right, so we got we have to be humble and willing to just admit our sin alone. Tenemos que ser humildes y confesar nuestro pecado solamente. And so when you do that, what you're looking for is a a yes, I will forgive you. Y lo que estamos buscando es un sí, yo te perdono. You know, you, they might say something like, "Oh, I forgot about it. That's not forgiveness, right?" Or, "Ah, whatever, it'll blow over." You know, that's not what you're, what you're asking is to try to say. But they might say something like that, but say, "But will you forgive me?" Sí, que lo que buscas es este el perdón genuino, no que te diga la otra persona, "Oh, no, ya olvídate, ya me olvidé de eso." No, no te preocupes. Right. No, pero que busquemos un perdón genuino. And so one of two things is is going to happen. Una de dos cosas sucederán. Either they might be hardened towards you and they might get angry why are you bringing this up and tal vez ellos se van a endurecer. And you got to be you got to be okay with hey they might not forgive me. Sí, y tal vez este tienes que realizar que tal vez no te van a perdonar. But your job is not you know, to to force them to forgive you, it's to simply own up to your sin and ask for forgiveness. Deal with your side before God. Eh, tu trabajo, tu deber es nomás pedir perdón, que no puedes cambiar los corazones y si no te perdonas. But what most likely happens, what I've seen over and over and over, is there usually people are surprised by it. Muchas veces lo que yo he visto es que la gente se sorprende cuando yo les pido perdón. What I've mostly seen is people are are softened and it tears down barriers between Lo the que relationship. Lo que yo veo es que sus corazones se ablandan. Right, and they're, you know, I've heard responses like, well, man, I'm the one that should be asking you for forgiveness. Y muchas veces ellos dicen, no, yo debería de pedirte perdón a ti. Right, and I can't guarantee you you're going to get a, a great response like that, but but uh, over and over I've seen just just God's grace moving in the No te puedo way. garantizar ese resultado cada vez, pero lo que yo he visto personalmente es eso. Right, because people are getting to experience you living out the gospel, you living out God's grace. Porque la gente está experimentando, están viendo la realidad del evangelio en tu vida. Right, they're getting to experience your forgiveness towards them and then also the just the the grace it is to forgive someone like it feels good to let something go. Están experimentando, pues sí, el, la verdad del Evangelio que se siente bien, ¿no? Que estás recibiendo el perdón de alguien. All right. So I want you to forgive them. I want you to confess your sins before God. Then go to them, seek reconciliation and confess Entonces, your sins. El reto es este, perdonarlos, confesar y buscar la reconciliación. All right. So we're going to talk about this next week. You know, I'd urge you... If, if it's tonight, you need to do this. You can do it tonight. If it's sometimes this week, maybe you need a little more time to to work through a a, a forgiveness or a confession list. Then, then, then do that. But don't 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 wait too long. You know, don't let it just blow over and you forget about it. Sí, yo los exhorto que lo hagan sí lo más pronto posible aún esta noche. 
y que lo tomen en serio, ¿no? Y que no, no dejen que el tiempo pase. All right, so I want us uh, to just take some time to pray. Quiero tomar este un tiempo para orar. And just give all of us some time by ourselves, individual, to to just pray and Podemos meditate on who, who God might want us to forgive and reconcile with. Podemos orar individualmente y meditar en quién el Señor nos está enseñando a quién este tal vez buscar esta reconciliación. And it would be really awesome if if next first Wednesday if we could had had some cool God stories to share over this. Sería increíble que el próximo domingo tuviéramos algunas historias de cómo el Señor obró en esto. I promise you if you do these things, we're going to have a lot of cool stories to share next month. Te prometo que si hacen estas cosas eh, que van a tener muchas historias que contar. And you'll experience God's grace and mercy. Y van a experimentar la gracia de Dios y su misericordia. So, let's just take some time pray silently and then I'll close us in prayer and Josué is going to come lead us in a couple songs. Vamos a orar por un tiempo y después yo vengo a cerrar y este José va a tocar algunas canciones. Cool. Let's pray. Vamos a orar.